Excited today to be in your midst, and we are going to be continuing on our series on understanding of prosperity. Last week Thursday was awesome, right? Yes, <laughs> Praise God. We we really experienced something great and mighty. And we're going to be pushing it a little bit further today and um, demystifying a whole lot that has to do with it. I want to let you know that everything that you have today, if you look back three years ago, you will notice that there is something that has been added into your life. And that for that alone, you have to be grateful. So that simply means that you're progressional. You're not retrogressing, you're progressing. And I pray that you will experience utmost grace to progress in the name of Jesus. That amen is not born again. That amen is still trying to survive. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, starting off today, we're going to be, I'll just do a recap, praise God, of last week, Thursday, then i jump into what we have today. But before we go ahead, can you lift up your Bible up? Say, this is my Bible. It is the Word of God. Inside of this Bible is written everything that concerns me. My destiny, my tomorrow, my future, everything is written, is captured in this word. This is the word of God. And I believe it. I believe in the word of God. For it is the infallible word of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for giving us your word. In Jesus' mighty name. Somebody say, believe in amen. Last week I told us, I said, redemption has been has, has programmed you and I for prosperity. Just the fact that you have entered into the realm of redemption, you've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. There is a sense of prosperity that has come into your life as a believer. Praise God. And I also made you to understand that prosperity is a choice, and living poor also is a choice. Does God is it the wish of God that you remain poor? No. The Bible says that wish above all things that you prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospereth. Talking about the three dimension of prosperity. Soul prosperity, financial prosperity, and health-wise prosperity. Your soul prosperity talks about your spiritual prosperity. So the reason why many don't serve God with their prosperity is because their soul is not prospering. So when their soul doesn't prosper, they find it difficult to serve God with their wealth. The Bible says that you will remember the Lord your God, for it is him that giveth you the power to make wealth. So there is a power called the power to command wealth and the power to make wealth. 
just as we are here today every one of us we understand ourselves and we know ourselves we know our capacity and we know our levels but i tell you the truth those of us that we consistently remain consistent with god definitely we know what i call progressional prosperity because we know that when god blesses us not if god blesses us when god blesses us that we will use the prosperity to serve him and to serve the kingdom some years ago as a young believer something happened to me i would say about seven times in my life as a believer and that is when i don't honor god in my titan and my first fruit any year i don't give my first fruit i notice that my money becomes useless the whole of that year you ask me pastor but why whatever you don't dedicate into the hands of god we have trouble whatever you dedicate in the hand of god we have trouble but you will triumph there are two different things whatever you don't dedicate into the hands of god we have what trouble <laughs> whatever you dedicate in the hands of god we have trouble but you will triumph so you either choose to have a trouble that you will never triumph or have a trouble that you will triumph something happened in the book of Kings, chapter 17 talking about um, elijah when elijah spoke he said for three and a half years he said there will be no rain or dew god didn't tell him to say that he said by my word a mortar man locked the heavens there was no rain or dew and when he spoke that into existence because the bible said god will honor the honor the words of his servant the prophet everything the firmament heard him and everything obeyed him and you know what god made provision for him but did not make provision for children in the land and the lord told him he say now move to the brook for i have prepared that place for you and god sustained him there at the brook what am i saying whenever you bring god into your business he will become your ceo and direct your affairs that's why i said to us never make god a secondary act a uh, um, um, personality in whatever you do and you will see great prosperity come to you in the name of jesus praise god everything you're looking for i want to let you know is within you nothing is abroad an alligator <laughs> a lizard that refused to grow here in canada will not go to jamaica or go to france and become a crocodile the god of the heavens is still the god of the earth the god of france is still the god of canada the god of america is still the god of nigeria so god god the prosperity of god is not geographically set up if you will prosper you need the principle not the location 
imagine there are people in this land that are complaining even as canada has so much opportunities people are complaining that ha ah, we don't have money but when people like us that come from another nation walk on the street we literally see money opportunities everywhere that's why you find out that in every if you look at america and look at canada you will notice that immigrants are thriving more than those born in the land the statistics read in america that most people with doctorates in america are nigerians professors teaching in universities are nigerians so tell me what's happening with the people in the land it's a curse of limitation when you have a sense of arrival don't you know i'm an american they don't use america the name america to go you it will feed you it's just a name you may have american passport that passport does not change the money have you ever seen it change the money or they say flip to page two page two is two hundred dollars you draw it out and buy something your 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 where you come from doesn't matter it's your sense of responsibility the attention you give to who you want to be and i told you last week thursday that even though you're working for somebody now don't plan to retire under somebody's table lazarus was eating under the table and he never became rich the bible says he, eat, he he was eating of the crumbs that fall from the rich man's table the question i asked myself can't lazarus eat from the crumbs for two months and decide himself to say okay i will go get my own table and set it and eat on my own table everything will become today or tomorrow is based on the decisions we have decided to make just so you know the decisions you make today can affect you in the next 20 years either good or bad that's why i love the scripture that says one with god is majority i rather not stand with any man but let it be that i'm standing with god i give god praise so i tell you church you see this teaching about prosperity i will teach us until we, we when we sleep we see prosperity when we breathe we breathe prosperity we take water to drink as you're looking at the water in the cup you're seeing prosperity you're drinking it everywhere you go you are commanded and until you start believing it you can't get it i don't care if any other church decide that they want to remember you see this church every year you will notice you have to go higher and move in i'm not saying this to get you excited i'm telling you what god has told me the lord said to me teach them so they will understand because i tell you the truth we are believing god for money is it not money will not fall from heaven it is when men and women strategically position themselves in accordance to the word of god god will bless them Somebody's out here. 
Are you there with me? When you obey the word of God, you're bound, you are bound to enjoy distinction. Distinction only come when you pattern your life. There is time for everything, is it not? Yeah, there is a time to do what? To walk. And there is a time to rest. There is a time also to enjoy yourself. Enjoyment is very good. Flexing yourself is very good. But you know, you don't flex yourself all through the year or else. By next year, everybody will be reaping, you'll be begging. That is the law of sowing and reaping. When everybody is sowing, go and sow as everybody is sowing. Or else, when they will be reaping their harvest, that is when you will be suffering to sow. That is if you choose to. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. When you obey God's word, you are bound to enjoy distinction. Deuteronomy 28 verse number 1. Let's see what the scripture holds for us there. Deuteronomy 28 verse number 1. Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy your enemies. 28 verse 1. It says, and it shall come to pass. If thou shalt do what? Are you with me? Deuteronomy 28. Verse number 1. And it shall come to pass. If thou shalt hearken diligently. If thou shalt hearken diligently unto the words of the Lord that has been said to you this day. There is always a this day to everybody. The problem with us in the church is that we don't hacking. The word hacking is to pay attention. Diligently means that you have to carefully observe the word. Diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe it. And you know, when you say you're observing the word of God, when you pick up that word, you're observing the word. You know, when you want to buy something, you take the thing up, right? You're observing that thing. When you go to a dealership, you say you love this car. They will tell you, okay, can you go for a test drive? The test driving you're driving, you're observing how your body is responding to the car. I love cars. I love good cars. So when I get in, Sham took me one of those days to, you know, when I was hoping I want to get a new car. And I said, no, 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 this car doesn't feel nice on me you are observing because your spirit has to connect to it now when the word of god is released to you you are observing how the word is responding to your spirit and it says that you observe to do all things all his commandments which i command thee this day that the lord that god will set thee on high now it simply means that before blessings come Diligence has to take place. Obedience has to take place. You have to pay attention. That's why I get worried when some of us don't pay attention to ourselves. And we want to command attraction. Hello? A brother, a young man that is hoping to get married to a nice woman, a responsible lady. And yet, his trousers is still on his butt. He's moving around, doing a yo, a yo, a yo, a yo. He's moving with the trousers on his butt. 
I don't, I don't, I don't really see a, a sister that, that looks into the future. Because when you look at a young man, the first thing you want to ask the man, where are you going? Because some people don't have where they are going. They are, they are unfortunate accidents going somewhere to happen. So if you, if, if you allow them into your life, they will collide your life and destroy it. So you have to observe things around you. Observe the friends around you. Observe the opinions of people around you. Observe what people do around you. Don't take anything for granted. Praise God. Like I said, don't allow what people say to you to just go like that. No, 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 no. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak it. So whatever anybody is saying to you is here. And I've told you on Sunday, I said, the tongue don't sleep. You see that? You see that fake news? Is it? And oh, it was a slip of tongue. No, no, no. Tongues don't sleep. Tongues sleep when you are sleeping. Let's be real. So we must observe all to do. And this is the this is the this is the premise for prosperity. Anybody that is not paying attention to what they do, God has gifted everybody here with something. There is nobody here. Apart from the school you went to study, whatever you study, but there is something inside of you. Am I communicating with somebody? I was talking to a man that came to do some work here in the office here today. And while we were talking, I was just looking at him. He was just talking. And I said to him, sir, you know that there is a calling over your head to be a politician. His tools dropped from his hand. He said, do you know I'm about to i'm running for an mp i say you have come to the right place he said but i'm a muslim i say it doesn't matter push islam aside let's discuss business listen i love people that are he he, he came in as a handyman but he's running for mp After he left, I sat down on my seat. I had a deep thought. I said, this is a Muslim. What is the problem with some of us here now to get up and say, I want to context. I know the first question you ask yourself, I say, who knows me? Or who do I even know? I don't even have friends. Who will vote me? You don't need to ask those questions. If it's a drive inside of you, God will bring it to pass. I, about eight years ago, a man came to the church where I was serving. No, more than eight years ago. A man came to the church where I was serving. When he came, he met with me. He told me and said that he has heard so much about me, but that I should pray for him, that his life is scattered. Mind you, eight months time there will be a major nationwide election back in nigeria and you know what this man wore to church he wore a short and a bathroom slippers and came to church in a day that was no service he just came tatterly he had nothing while he was talking i told him get up in the name of jesus the lord said to me he has a seat for you as a counselor 
he looked at me and said he laughed i said i i i only say god should bless me i'm not saying i want to i say i i, I am not telling you also that i want you to be but i'm telling you what the lord has said to me that he has a seat for you as a counselor in this city that man left that that's why you have to observe the sayings of god when the prophecy come to you observe the word hold it the bible said when mary and joseph heard the words of jesus said they took note of it and they were observing him the problem with us is that we don't observe our environment there is a shift things are happening but the church is silent believers are silent we don't participate in things that we should participate in i heard a pastor say oh a believer cannot be a politician and i said to him i said you're a big liar play the politics the way they play the politics observe observe when god tells you a thing don't just drop it no no observe the prophecy go back home replay the tape again again and again because sometimes you listen to it once it's gone because of the cares of this life i see you making it big in the name of jesus and the young man when he heard that word from me he ran with it just picked some money and went and registered himself inside of a, a political party and that was it they did primaries he said he wants to be the candidate of the party they did primaries and because god set confusion in the midst of the party nobody trusts themselves they said okay fine you don't trust me i don't trust you so the only person who can trust let this man that doesn't know any of us be the person to do that was how he became the candidate of that and he didn't call me to tell me oh he waited because he said he wants to watch what god said to come to pass during the election do you know there was no money even in the party to preach a very good posters and handbills the, the poster that Hamby they did was, was black and white. Do you know that the hand of God fell on that man? I was seated in the office one day and I saw convoys of cars. So, ah, security men everywhere. I said, ah, who has committed crime in the church today? As, as a very sharp, smart pastor, I had to get up from my seat, stayed close to the door of the church. So that if I'm the one they are coming for, so I can see space to run first. Yes. And I never recognized him again because I was just seeing him for the first time as of then. When he came down, I was looking at him. The security men were not looking hostile. So I knew, okay, this is it. He came down and said, Pastor. Ha! I looked at him. I said, uh, your face looks very familiar. He said, I'm coming to show you appreciation. Wow. He said, you don't remember me? I said, no, this is eight months said i am that man that came to the church with bathroom slippers you told that he should go back and go and contest in his local government i said jesus christ you are the as, as i said you are the my eyes ran through the whole pleasure cars 
within a split second life can change don't don't joke with it that's why you have to prep yourself first you have to prep everything about you get set and pay attention to where god is directing you some of us we've met our destiny helpers but because we were not careful enough we've lost them destiny helpers don't come always they could come in your lifetime only twice how would you know destiny helpers that's another topic for another day destiny helpers are people where when they step into your life you will just notice that everything around you is changing everything around you change 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 change, change, change and with a very fast rate some of them are there to stay in your life some are there just to play a role and they will be gone turn to your neighbor say pay attention turn to some other person say learn to observe let's see the book of isaiah chapter 1 isaiah chapter 1 verse number 19 Isaiah chapter 1 verse number 19 I'm enjoying this teaching come on am I complicated with someone put your hands together to the Lord Isaiah chapter 1 verse number 19 praise God if ye be what if ye be what <laughs> they what we are all English students here is it not uh-huh. English is not anyway English is my first language so but I have another dialect I speak but you guys Canadians English is your first and only language look at this the word if is what probability under what probability or choice if ye be what willing so there is a condition underlined there so that tells you that you prospering is your responsibility not the responsibility of your pastor stop beating your pastor up and down oh pastor this church people are not prospering hello it is your responsibility to prosper pastor's responsibility to preach the word to you it is god's responsibility to bless you but it is your responsibility to step into your blessing and your harvest if ye be willing and obedient so number one you have to be willing number two you have to be what obedient these two factors is what is holding people down some persons have taken the crown of religiosity and put upon their head they are not willing when you tell them let's join it let us pray they are not willing they don't want to pray they love shortcuts but mind you the bible says narrow is the road that leads to eternal life but broad and open is that road that leads to destruction that thing you think that that road you think that oh this road nobody disturbs me you know i'm just moving my thing simple 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 i'm moving carefully you know nothing is cutting me that is where destruction is but you see when you involve yourself in a thing and you start seeing resistance ah nothing resists you if they don't know that there is something in there am i communicating with somebody uh, you, you know the gold the gold that you and i some of us are putting on right now those golds are found in a place that for you to get to them you have to mine and till the ground to get there resistance are there there are rocks that will stop you there are 
that sometimes when you blow up the place, you have to you have to be very careful so the mind don't fall upon your head. Don't be afraid when you see resistance because those that quit don't make it. I've never seen a quitter before being prosperous. Any little thing, you know, okay, you know what? <laughs> At this moment, I think I have the backtrack. No backtracker becomes a contractor. Nobody will give you a contract if you easily give up. Prosperity is meant for people with a large heart. Ask your neighbor, are you willing to join? Listen, listen. There are certain sacrifices you have to do now. So, let me tell you the truth. You see me? By the time I get to 60 and 70, the way I'm preaching now, I will not be preaching like that. No, I will not be preaching like that. I will just come here and pick one scripture and laugh with you, bless you, and I go. Money is coming to me. By then, I'm reaping my harvest. You see the way I'm preaching, sweating, shouting. Rah, rah. It won't be happening there, no. For what? For what? Don't you want me to live long? I won't be doing that. But you know, it, what happens to some persons is that when they are supposed to get up, to do something they don't do it at that time they get up when it's late you don't chase the black sheep at night you can't see it you have to chase the black sheep when it's day so you can catch it I don't see a reason why anybody below 50 should be sleeping complete 8 hours I tell you, check all the billionaires. They don't have good sleep at a certain age. It, it's later in their life when they know they have done all that needs to be done. Some of us want to be traveling like them. You, you would die along the way because you know why? <laughs> but, but the time you move with them two times, you're not able to pay your flight. They will leave you behind. And you, have you noticed that those billionaires, they don't pay flights for anybody? They don't pay your flight ticket. You, you say you want to t- tag along with us. Pay, pay your stuff. We have paid our own price. Pay your own too. Life is all about price. If you can't, if you can't pay the price, you can't eat the glory. Hmm. Leave the billionaires and those that have money to try. Let them be doing their travel. Do your own underground work. Life does not answer to complainers life answer to those that have results in their hands that's why when i'm tagging along with you and i find out that you complain so much i will just stylishly like you know when they use scissors and be detaching something that's every day i will detaching one cut from you just one before you know it you just end up ah pastor is not distant away from you i'm distant because you're a virus because if i keep on with you i will start complaining too have you noticed that those that complained in the wilderness the children of israel every of that generation that complained every one of them died they never entered the promised land god called them stiff-necked people how can you see god open the red sea before your eyes 
such miracle and just because man had delayed for one hour you got up and started cursing God if, if you read the scriptures the book of Exodus you will see what happened to them because of unfaithfulness they don't listen it's very stubborn people you, I tell you do you know that they are the one that killed Moses is the congregation that killed Moses don't you know stop looking at me like you, you don't know Oh, because I say it's a congregation. I don't mean you. I mean them. <laughs> the congregation, they killed their prophet. A musician sang, he said, how long shall we kill our prophets? How long shall they kill our prophets? And yet we stand and look. There are many that are killing their prophets people that god has sent to you to lead you as the, as your moses to get into your breakthrough and your prosperity do you know as i'm talking to you there are some persons in some churches they are telling themselves if i just have my breakthrough i will leave this church i'm telling you that's their plan and truly when they have that breakthrough you see then they will just change you know what they will do? They will go to a pastor that never even knew them from Adam and start bribing the pastor to love them. People are terrible. Moses, there was a time Moses, the children of Israel, made God so angry. God told Moses, get out of the way. Let me kill all these people. Every one of them, he wanted to wipe their boats, women, men, and children. He said, get out of the way, Moses. Let me kill every one of them. And I, the Lord, I will create another congregation for you. And you know God has that ability to do that. Just men, congregation will open. People will just be created. You know what Moses told him? For the first time in life, humanity advised divinity. And he listened. Moses said, no, God. That would be very, very, very erroneous of you. What will the enemy, the Egyptians, what will they say? That you say you will bring them to the promised land and you couldn't fulfill it. You killed them in the wilderness. Every one of them, they died. And the Bible says, and God repented of his decision. If God can repent, who are you? Repentance is not something negative. Repentance is just changing from one decision to another. That's just what repentance is. But today, when you say to somebody, repent, they get angry. They say, so you're calling me a sinner. <laughs> or a backslider. <laughs> so, but you see, I learned something from that relationship between Moses, the congregation, and God. Do you know that's why we need to have praying congregation that will stand with their pastor and pray for their man of God. When the people sinned, God wanted to kill them. Moses stood in the gap. Many times. There was a time that Moses had to tell Aaron, say, Aaron, go and offer sacrifice immediately so that the anger of God will stay down. These men, Aaron and Moses, they did so much 
But you know, it was even the anger out of how the children of Israel were treating Moses. And they, in fact, they were even not people Moses, they were treating God. Moses got angry. And you know, Moses was a stammerer. And you know, stammerers, when they get angry here, they can. That's why I say a stammerer should not be a police officer. No, no, no. Those very dangerous stammerers, by the time they, will, they hold their gun, they will say, what, 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 uh, uh, if you, you, you move, 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 as they are saying, move, 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 the hand is going, uh, bah, you see what you, you, you have done now. I have, I, I, I have just shot, 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 shot you. Stammerers should never be police officers to handle trigger. No, they will kill people without knowing. That was what Moses did. He got angry. God told him, speak to the rock. Because of, he said, shall we prove miracles to you, you stiff-necked people, before you believe? And he used his rod and struck the rock. And God got offended that Moses doubted him. But he was trying to prove to the people that you are very stubborn you know what god said god said to moses for this thing you have done you will not see the promised land how terrible it is you start a race you led people when it was time for the breakthrough you are no more how terrible do you know how many times moses had to beg god about this matter did you hear in the scripture that anybody even aaron his second in command. I believe Aaron maybe have been trying to warm himself up or some of them, some of the elders are warming themselves up to take over. Yes, he say, ah, old man, let him die and go so we'll take over the church. No, nobody stood on behalf of Moses. Not the congregation. If the congregation had come together and said, God, have mercy on our prophet. This man has led. If they cry out to God, he's a merciful God, he will forgive. But there was no intercessor. The ministry of intercessory was just dead. Nobody to intercede. And the last time Moses brought it up before God was when they were just, this is where they are, and across the road there is the promised land. God said to him, come, let me show you the promised land so you know that actually there is a place I was bringing you people to. He saw the whole place, and, God, and Moses told God and said, please, can you reconsider? God warned him abruptly and said, Consigning this matter, never bring it up again with me. And that was it. He showed him everywhere and took him up. Moses died. God by himself buried Moses. That's to tell you the relationship they had. The body of Moses was not recovered or discovered by any archaeologist up to date. At the mountaintop, God, he died there and God buried him by himself. So you got to already understand that when, when it comes to the activities and, and, and the flow of God, you have to know that there must be a distinct relationship between you and God. It's not about righteousness. No, 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 no. Because we are not righteous. Our righteousness is the righteousness of Christ. Praise God. So you have to really understand from one point to the other that the glory of God is present for you, but you have to acknowledge his lordship over your head. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, if ye be willing, 
and obedient ye shall eat the good of the land do you know that canada there is good thing in canada do you know how many thousands of people they have brought into canada recently yet the country is not going broke <laughs> you don't understand through those governments said that in this year alone they are looking to bring out one point something million immigrants if i'm not mistaken and yet they have not met their threshold they are still bringing in more the country is not going broke so there is something in this land that you and i need to tap into and you don't tap into that thing by doing doing nothing you have to ask god certain questions ask yourself where can i fit in to this nation and when i spoke to the man he has a, a little boy his son about eight years old boy and you know what he told me he said to me that okay while i was ministering to him i told him the lord told me i said your son just as the father of trudeau played politics and introduced his son into it i said this is how you i he said yes pastor that my son i see myself that i'm going to introduce him into what i do nobody falls into 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 greatness nobody 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 arrives there no if you were not born with a gold spoon please don't die until you put one in your mouth don't die until you put one in your mouth i wasn't born in a very rich home praise god my dad was a retired soldier living his life but i told myself i said me money will work for me in this life i tell you and don't ask me bishop how, how will it happen if you if you're asking that question then you you will ask the question how does baby form the bones form inside the womb of a woman and if you if you get the answer how water enters inside of a coconut then come i will give you my own answer but until then just listen to this type that I, money will work for me i don't know of you i'm speaking into my destiny money will work i will not work for money money will work for me <laughs> god can give a command to a people for your sake there are seasons i will just sit down and get us you know the weather will look like tell god i say father you know this weather immediately i do shake my head like this i'll just receive a lot Pam. money is hitting money is coming i'll say glory be to god praise god that is how it happens and i tell you the truth if you serve god faithfully willingly and be obedient to him he will never leave you dry If you're with me, say amen. Can I tell you something? That there are no dry land anywhere. Only dry people who refuse to obey God's word. No dry land. 
You know, some people will say, ah, this land is very difficult. There is no difficult land. Do you know, even in, even in Afghanistan now, that everywhere they say the Taliban has taken over, there are people doing their business and they're making money. They're going. There is no dry land anywhere. It's only dry people that have refused to water themselves with the word of God that complains. Somebody say amen. amen. Let's see something in the book of in the book of Luke chapter 5, verse 4 to 6. Luke 5, 4 to 6. I will bless thee, O Lord. I will bless thee, O Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Are you there? Verse 4, then to 6, I said, right? He said, now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your what? Net. For a what? Verse 5. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toyed all the night. Do you know that this is how some people complain in Canada? I have been here for 40-something years. I have not made it. You were just coming two years ago, and you say you want to arrive. If I had listened to what pastors told me, by now I would still be doing Randa Randa Village, Randa Randa Village, Randa Randa Village, and see what. I would still be going right around the circle. If I had listened, because what I was told was that it's very difficult here to run ministry in Canada. If God has said it to you, just go. I was told literally that you cannot make it alone. You have to go to a big organization and be under them and serve under them and do this. Ah, ah, it was too much. I said, ah, if I use this my youthful age to serve under big organizations, then, I mean, what time will I have to not do the main work God wants me to do? After all these years I've served, I said, no, there must be a way out. When I went back to God in prayer, the Lord would tell me, say, son, I have told you I will send men and women that will hold your hand up. Just stay the course. I almost drifted from the course. To the extent God used a, a youth leader, he's not a pastor, a regular member, came to me and told me in the church where I was attending then in Toronto, and told me and said, he wants to advise me that the kind of ministry I carry, if I submit it under this organization, I will, it, it, this organization will suppress it and it will die that I am not meant to be under any organization, that I have an umbrella of my own. I mean, I will be a fool not to know that what the young man is saying is true. And I just told him, I said, I've heard you. Thank you so much. I listened. And I took notes of that word. How the dynamics parlor started was like a joke. Joke, 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 joke started from one person 
calling me. I said, oh, Bishop Kevin, I love the way you teach the Bible. Can you be doing one-on-one -on -one Bible study with me on Zoom? I said, yes, of course. That is how you start. And by the time I did just one session with him, he said, no, 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 I have to call one other brother. And he called that person. They came on Zoom. And before you know it, the next following week, like six persons, and they said to me, I said, maybe we should meet at a place where we will see face to face. See, when God is moving for you, you don't need to say anything. Just shh, keep quiet and watch things happen. And the next thing, a brother submitted his house. I said, come to, let, come to my house. And when we got to that house, some of you started coming there. When we got to that house, it was massive in the space of one month. That place could not hold anybody. And you are telling me God is not alive. It's only those that see ministry as stomach ministry that say God because they are there to make money. They are not there to create impact. And that was how we came here today. So prosperity is a conscious decision. Not a mistake. Nobody falls into prosperity mistakenly. He said, I just, I was just walking, no, mistakenly, I just fell into it. Oh, praise God. No, 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 no. You, it's a conscious decision. Father, I am going on this journey. I ask that your grace be upon it for me. Conscious decision. And Simon, Peter, they were toiling all through the night. When Jesus came to them, did Jesus tell them, say, go and catch the fish immediately? No. Jesus took their boat from them. Some of you don't want to submit your boat. You, you want to hold on to your boat. And still tell God to bless you. Nobody, nobody receives con control and blessings from God when they are still in control of their life. Take your hands off the wheels. If you are handing over to God, hand over to God. Praise God. Don't behave like Obama that left politics and still came back to do campaign for, for Biden. I mean, if you are off, be off. Relax yourself. Allow God to do his will in your life. But the problem with us is that we want to tell God what to do and what he should never come close to. Nobody prospers by just limiting God. You cannot limit God and you expect prosperity. So understanding prosperity is you understanding what it takes to get to that destination. And when Jesus took their boat from them, the next thing that happened was that when Jesus was done using the boat, he now told them, gave them what? Instruction. So in your journey to prosperity, you must learn to take instruction. For instruction will keep you safe from destruction. They obeyed the instruction. Simon only asked a question. He said, but this thing you're asking us to do, we have done it before. But you know what he said to him? He said, nevertheless, at thy word. My opinion as a human being is that I will not succeed. But with you as God by my side, I know that I will succeed. That is the mentality we must have. And the Bible said, and when they had this done, they enclosed what? Great multitude of fishes and their net break. 
can i open your mind to something right now how many of you has ever fished before i know sham is a good fisherman from saint vincent i lived i grew up from the water area also i know one thing about the fish if you disturb the water so much they go very far and the bible said that these men these fishermen experienced men they say they have troubled the water all through the night so all the reasonable fishes have all gone so where did the fish come from the spoken word of christ don't tell me there is no money in canada because god can speak money you you will run into money or money will run into you or the both of you will collide with each other anyone but let it be that you're, you 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 had money there's nothing god cannot do i've shared testimony with you how god paid into my account from unknown destination unknown uh, two times good money that sustained me for a very long time he did it for a purpose if god can do it he's still the same god he has not changed what is changing is your mentality where he is because how you believe god is how he manifests himself to you have that in your mind some persons don't believe that god can take away sickness that's why they die in sickness i was diagnosed of um of um of diabetes when the doctor told me that say oh your blood is consistent to sugar i said what does that mean because i mean he said, oh, you're diabetic. I said, oh, really? He said, yes. I said, okay, no problem. But I went back in prayers. And I was praying and I was disciplined with myself. And when I went back, he refused to do the blood work. After three, four months, I came back again, went to another doctor, moved my fire to another doctor. The doctor checked me and checked every day. They said, why would they put you on drugs? Like, your blood is your blood is okay there is no eat whatever you want to eat <sighs> i say ah, i would have said all this why diabetes didn't come now that life is beginning to take shape for me what to limit me to what to eat ah it won't work that would be a curse then <laughs> it won't work i tell you believers i eat what i want to eat now and i give god all the praise you know why i because i believe that he's a healing god When you talk about prosperity, you have to understand from the, from the aspect of the God of prosperity. Abraham encountered God on the mount when he went to sacrifice Isaac. And from that day, he looked at God and called God Jehovah Jireh. The Lord, my provider. How many of you see God as your provider? Or you're seeing your husband or your spouse? Or your friend as your provider or you are seeing yourself as your provider uh, because most of us have boasted to ourselves even to the hearing of god that do you know how many hours i walk that you will tell me to tithe you know how far i suffered okay no problem You know, when they ask me those kind of questions, I take the question back. After all, am I, am I, am I the owner of the house? <laughs> I take it back to the owner. <laughs> when they spoke to Samuel in the book of First Samuel, 
And Samuel wanted to react. God told him, shut up. It's not you they are talking to, it's me. <laughs> what are you reacting for? That's why when somebody talks to me, talk anyhow, talk anyhow, I, I don't break my head. To, to, have you seen me reply any stupidity? I don't break my head to reply stupidity. I, you, because there are certain questions people ask you. When you want to answer it, you look stupid. Because it's not of human intellect. Is heaven is bigger than the capacity of a professor, so you can't explain it. People will fight you. You think they will not? They will fight you in your quest for going to the going to the top. Men will stand at the gate and tell you that you will not go through. There was a man called John G. Lake. Do you know that God gave him rugged healing anointing? He was healing people and he was arrested by the police. They charged him. You know what they charged him? They say he has no license to practice medicine. <laughs> you see this world that we are, eh? This, this place is a very funny place. A man is healing people, raising the dead. They, he was not arrested. Why? You have no right. You have no license. To practice medicine and he was arrested and prosecuted john g lake was a man that during his time what you call coronavirus was even little because what was then the 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 the, the pandemic that hit there was worse than ebola you know ebola is transferred through sweat and it kill it, it burns humans cause blister everywhere people die so fast bleed through the nose, bleed through the ear, bleed through the eye. Thank God that Ebola is not what Canada and U.S. is struggling. Oh, by, by now, everybody would have been gone. Except the Dunamis Palace. Everybody would have gone. John Gillick told them that the power of God is real. They said no. He said, okay, give me a life virus of the pandemic. That is hitting them. They took the live virus, put a microscope on it, look at it, it was alive. John Gillick said, Take that virus that when it touches somebody's body, the person dies, put it in my hand. He, they placed it in his hand, they put microscope on it, the virus was dead. And you tell me that God is not alive. There are men that they understand God as a as a dangerous miracle working God, and God manifests himself to them that way. The problem many are poor in the church is because they hate rich people. When you hate rich people, you will never be prosperous because you have hate riches. That's why I don't hate rich people. If you're rich, oh, praise God for you. I love you so much. You know why? I want to be rich too. When you thank God for others, you attract what they have. But when you get offended over their prosperity, you chase that thing away because you hate it. When you see a man or you see your fellow pastor as a pastor you see your fellow pastor operating in a dimension that you would love to operate in in your church instead of going to embrace him sow a seed into his life and thank god for him because you are afraid that your members should not go to him you will now go to your church and start castigating him from the pulpit knowing that you are lying so tell me 
Because prosperity, like I told you, cut across everything. Money is not prosperity. Prosperity is you being able to succeed in your field of endeavor. That's prosperity. True prosperity is you succeeding in anything you are doing. When I see men that God use, I humble myself. I arrange seed from my pocket. Sir, I want to sow into your life. Because what you celebrate, you attract. I've seen a woman that hates children so much as a young girl growing up. She doesn't like children. She hates anything. When children come around her, she attacks them. You know, children are spirits. A time came because some persons live their life like they will never grow old. Like I told you, even the Merakari and the rest of them, no matter how many surgery you do, <laughs> nature has a way of dealing with you too. Hide it, it will expose. Do tummy talking, what they call it, or tummy folding, or tummy, tummy. When you tummy everything, even when we open it, it will look smooth. It will look like they use fire to put on it. It won't be straight. That's the truth. Some go and pat themselves up and everything. Why? Because they want to compete with the younger generation coming. And very soon, the padding becomes a problem to them. Some of them, it explodes, people of God. You can't carry it and go to a country where the sun is powerful. It will expose you. It will melt. It will just shrink. So you can't, you can't beat it. And that's the mentality of people that don't want others to prosper. You don't want to give room to the recent generation to, to exhibit what God has given to them. You want to still overshadow them. There, at a point in your life as a mother or a father, there are certain things you do that because you have kids, you just have to sit back and watch them perform those kind of stuff and they will remind you of you but i've seen some parents they chance their children they, hey my friend sit down let me be in front i've seen a woman <laughs> i've seen a woman that a young man was wanting to come to the daughter the man came to her and said uh, do you know who the young lady is he asked the young man she asked the young man and said aren't you seeing me am i not good enough <laughs> Mm, now you know, huh? People that divert people's destiny. May you never have a mother like that or a father like that. Because as even though you are older than somebody in your family, it's a responsibility for you to make sure you create a path, a good path for that particular individual. You are not a senior in the family 
an older one in the family by mistake god knew what he was doing to place you above somebody so you are responsible for them don't just don't just live your life like nothing matters no a whole lot will go down a whole a whole lot matters maintain the status quo of prosperity i tell you you will enjoy life at the cost of this teaching i will get to a point whereby i will teach you the law of prosperity because there is a law you want to prosper you want to stay prosperous there's a law let me tell you god it will take nothing from god to lift you up but character and attitude will be what will sustain you there What did I say? What did I say again? Character is like pregnancy. It doesn't hide for long. <laughs> you can only hide it one month, two months. You know, when a woman is pregnant, she doesn't want anybody to see. When she's walking, she pulls her clothes like this. You know, she doesn't want somebody to see the pregnancy. But don't worry. Let it get to four, five. It's the pregnancy that will be pushing the clothes for you holding it. Let me see if you will not turn it like this and start walking this way. <laughs> so that's how character is. People want to hide their character at the beginning. That's why time reveals a whole lot. Because character is the beauty of a man or a woman. Somebody may be looking fearfully made. But they have good character. Some may look very pretty, but have a broken and coerced character. Because beauty is not an asset. <laughs> because it's only in the eyes of the beholder. The one that you have and the one that has you, it's only two of you that are seeing your beauty. Some other person may not see it. So, beauty is not an asset because it could fade. I was preaching to a young lady some time ago. I said, Young lady, give your life to Christ. She said, Pastor, I'm not ready. I said, Be ready now in Jesus' name. She said, Pastor, I want to play life and enjoy myself. You know what I told her? I told her, I said, you see all these things around your body that is bouncing up and down. Yep. <laughs> a time will come when, when you jump, it will just be there. <laughs> nothing, will, nothing will agree to jump with you. Because every one of them will reject you. I say now that your life is good, package yourself with God to help you. pastor i want to enjoy my life hey. let me look my time that god has given to me you will prosper in the name of jesus living sweet life is good 
you know when i when i look at some beautiful kind of lifestyle i say lord it's good to serve god nothing bothers you you just wake up in the morning and you serve god you just thank god you know that the prayer of a rich man and the prayer of a poor man is not the same when the poor man is praying you will know because it's very aggressive When the poor man is praying, sometimes the angels are struggling to even like we are not even understanding what you're saying, sir. Calm down, take it, take it easy. No, 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 no. We need this. We need this money now. We need this money now. <laughs> but when a rich man is praying to God, Heavenly Father, he talks to God like. Hello, my stomach is sweating me now. Instead of my intestines, is just dancing. You know, because he has nothing else to do but to just say thank you. He will count his blessings, name them one after the other. He will talk to God like they are, you know, you know, inside of the same room with the sweet baritone. A poor man and a rich man came to the altar at the same time to pray. And the rich man was asking God for one million dollars. And the poor man was asking God for ten thousand dollars. When the poor man is trying to communicate with God, the rich the rich man also is trying to communicate. The rich man looked at the poor man and said, What is he even asking from God? He said ten thousand dollars. He brought her ten thousand dollars and can't. Tell the man, get up, get up. Say, take God as I said, leave God alone so that God can concentrate. <laughs> so that God can concentrate on me. You're you are distracting him. That tells you that you think you have a problem. You don't. Because that thing you call a problem is nothing to some other person. And don't let what people do to deceive you. You may see somebody in Lamborghini. You don't know the kind of problem he has. There are some of them in, in, in the, one of the best luxury cars. When you know that there is problem is when the, the AC is on and yet they are sweating. They are cleaning their sweats. Yet they are in a very nice luxury car. Some of them just have a few days to live. You, God has given you awesome life. You, you don't fall sick. You don't go to the hospital. You don't even take the flu vaccine. Amen. Nothing. Yet you are healthy. Amen. You eat everything. You have no cause for alarm. You are not afraid of tomorrow. Do you know how many rich men that they have told that they have just a few weeks to live? They are rich, but they are money can't buy them life so even in your riches in your level humble yourself one of the things that will put you at the top is humility one of the things that will destroy you so quick is competition and pride the pride of life when you feel like now i have arrived 
nobody can talk to me and even when god wants to talk to you you put you you take headphone and put play loud music i tell you you have to humble yourself money is good riches is good i pray that every one of us becomes so rich so so rich god can bless you by any means somebody asked me a question and say bishop if you wake up at night and you go inside of your parlor and you see a bag full of full of money will you take it to the authorities and say for what in my house for what if i'm even driving my car i park my car here and i go inside the inside the um the grocery store and come out and by the side of my car i see a big bag of money i'll just open my car and put it inside and go my way which, which person's business is this it has no identity angels delivered money to me are you telling me to take which authority the money that the authority they have have they finished it You want to you want to play religion be there and be play religion god give you opportunity you want to you want to if the, i told the person i say as long as that money is close to my property an angel that knows my address visited me yes don't you think that if mary was asked and say would you by chance want to give birth to the messiah she may look at herself that she's not worthy she will say no that other sister the other place in the other company i think she's more holier than me because we think that we are not worthy of it don't make that mistake oh. if i hear you make that mistake you remember of this church i will give you a letter to go on another church because <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't be praying and finally god answered the prayer you now just do it anyhow no now it's not fair there are prayer warriors praying concerning your matter we are praying every day day and night and god bless you you don't even know what blessing look like Watch out for part three next week. Rise up to your feet. Hallelujah.